Hi, this is Ed Black, and I want to welcome everyone to the latest edition of our RG Tech Studio podcast series. I am very pleased that I'm here today with my partner and my friend, Taylor Hart. Taylor is key to our tech practice, particularly in the area of data infrastructure, telecom infrastructure. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Could you just give uh, sort of like name, rank, and serial number, just just basic facts so, so people uh, you know understand who you are? Sure. I'm a partner in our private equity transactions practice, resident in the Boston office. What that means is I mainly do uh, merger and acquisition type transactions for private equity firms and the portfolio companies that they own. That sounds great. Uh, you know, is your practice focused on the New England region or national or global? How, how do you how do you see the geographic foot? Sure, it's not necessarily specific to New England. Although a few of the clients that I spend a lot, my most of my time with are based in in the Boston area. Most of my practice is uh, involving sort of North American businesses or you know target businesses. I have done some uh, international you know cross border transactions as well, but that's a smaller part of part of my practice. Great. All right. Now let's let's dig in a little bit on the 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 tech piece. You know, tech is such a large subject. It covers everything from iPhones to uh, you know industrial uh, equipment and everything in between and how how does your practice focus on on tech and and what do you do in the tech sector sure in addition to tech generally which I, which is you know most of my practice um in, in that you know involving uh software and and other sort of tech related businesses a, a large part of my practice is on it you know relates to the, the topic we're talking about here which is you know depending on different terms people use data infrastructure digital infrastructure or you know telecom and and other kind of IT infrastructure and infrastructure services but that's become a, a large part of, of my practice you know sort of within within tech and what do you do in general but can you give us uh some concrete examples sure well Generally, the, the types of transactions that that has included data centers, in edge data centers, uh, fiber, cell cell tower uh, transactions, you know, some joint ventures that, that have included some hyperscale joint ventures and other fiber joint ventures, and and also a variety of IT related services, you know, that, that relate to some of these businesses, including, you know, managed security or or other services provided to to you know, participants in the industry. Well, and, and, you know, you mentioned managed security, and and I I realize I'm not sure I know what that is. I I do have some questions about these deals, and we're going to come back to that. But but maybe just one second, uh, just not on what you do or the legal piece, but what exactly is this infrastructure that your clients are investing in? I mean, how would you describe it? Well, it depends a little bit on the transaction. As I said, you know, the infrastructure itself can be different, whether it's fiber, you know, which is connecting, you know, different locations, which could be cell towers or fiber buildings. Fiber is like people who own yep. fiber optic cables buried in the ground. Correct. And, okay. Correct. Yep. At which, you know, which connects cell towers and buildings to each other. That's sort of the backbone yep. of, of, you know, how a lot of stuff, a lot of information travels. But it you know it could involve cell phone towers, it could involve data centers, which which are also you know interconnected by fiber as well. The the infrastructure itself you know depends on the particular transaction, but but it's all sort of part of the the ecosystem of of kind of you know data or digital infrastructure and how 
how that information travels. Interesting. All right. And so, or, right, or, well, is, you, or is housed. Or, or is housed. Right. Okay. Right. And, and things like managed security, you need guards at the data center. I take it. Uh, you mentioned that there's related services. There must be people who build cell towers, people who maintain, and are all that is in scope as well. Yes, for sure. Although that that hasn't necessarily been part of some of the things we've done, but but yes, managed security, you know, is often a, a, a sort of security service provided, you know, as part of the infrastructure where you know it kind of monitors what's going on in networks, for example. Um, but certainly, you know, data centers have have extensive security operations to, pr to protect the facility, and 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 there's lots of other things that go into that in terms of maintaining power and and uh, generators and other things that have to you know make sure that it continues to operate. Right. But there's a whole, you know, ecosystem of others that, you know, maintain, you know, for example, servers at, at data centers, right? Or or right. other um, businesses that service the, the, the industry more broadly. Before I took us down this, you know, a path of just describing the ecosystem a little bit, you, you were talking about the deals you do. Can, can you pick one? Is, is there an example of something that would just, you know, illustrate uh, how these things work? One interesting uh, sort of, Deal or series of deals we did uh, started about 10 years ago, actually, and was um, was when you know I, I did just a little bit of this kind of work, and this this led to me doing a lot more of it. Um, was a sort of complicated transaction where we were doing two acquisitions at the same time, uh, two companies called Light Tower Fiber Networks and Sedera Networks, two um, metro fiber providers in mainly in Boston and New York, and it involved sort of buying those two businesses at the same time in the transaction that happened simultaneously. Um, and then over time, you know, we did a lot of work for that combined business, including another a large acquisition and then ultimately a, a sale of, uh, of that larger combined business several years later to Crown Castle in a multi-billion dollar exit transaction. So it's a sort of rewarding progression of, you know, the original deal through a, a very large add-on acquisition to ultimately the sale, you know, it was a rewarding kind of path with with a number of people involved with with those companies. And in all of those deals, you were you were leading the team that got those deals done. Yes. And well, that's just especially because you mentioned doing two of them at once. Did you just like not sleep? Or I mean, how do you do? You, do uh, maybe Ropes and Gray has has a bench and you can pull people in. How do you scale up and scale down to handle, you know, deal flow? It was definitely a busy time for me personally, but but we're also yeah. lucky, as I know you know, uh, with a with a great bench of people here, both our fellow partners, but also great teams of of associates who um, who support us and are able to help us scale up quickly when we need to, uh, for you know, for larger transactions like that with a lot of interconnected pieces that all need to kind of come together at the same time. We've got a, we've got great people here that, that, um, that can help us do that. One of the things you mentioned, you know, that struck me about the, the sort of ecosystem you were describing is that all these pieces, they all depend on other pieces. You know, the data centers depend on the fiber, uh, all of the wireless communications depend on the cell towers. And then of course, all of it depends on, you know, the security and the janitors and everyone who keeps it running. Sure. Um, it must be that in this industry, because of all of these interdependencies, there must be opportunities for sort of joint ventures or collaborative deals where somebody does one part of it, your client does a different part of it, and you sort of assemble solutions. But 
but does that ever happen? And uh, do you ever, is that anything you get involved in? Uh, sure. Yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of activity in the people, you know, looking at joint ventures in, in, in the last few years, um, particularly with some of the operating kinds of businesses that are, that are looking to not have to provide the capital for it. And so they've, they've looked to, you know, finan- financial investors like some of our private equity clients or, or, or others, you know, like infrastructure funds to provide uh, some of the capital to, to build out sort of large data centers, for example, or other other types of infrastructure with, you know, some sort of a joint venture where one party can provide the expertise and another party can provide some of the capital so that, you know, the, the operator providing the expertise doesn't have to put up all of its own capital to continue to build out its own, its own infrastructure. Interesting. You know, I have, I have two questions. When you say that operator doesn't want to put up their own capital, I, I imagine that kind of thinking gets worse as interest rates grow, go up. You know, when you just read in the paper every day about, uh, you know, interest rates rising and rising and rising, there must be just more and more opportunity for these types of collaborations if money's getting expensive. But Certainly, yeah, even when, as these have happened in the past before interest rates were rising, it was also something that part of the reason for it, I think, is it, is it, is it the best use of their capital to be tying up their own capital and in all of the development of, of their their own infrastructure? The second question, just to follow up on this a little, is there an example uh, of a collaboration, a joint venture, something you worked on, you know, that illustrates this? Uh, yeah, one one interesting one. It wasn't technically a joint venture for a variety of reasons, but but if, uh, effectively was a was a joint venture where our client set up a new business to develop cell towers. Okay. And the, the reason it wasn't a joint venture is because our, our client was sort of the owner of that business. But through a series of sort of contractual arrangements, we we created um, you know th- th- this entity which over time built and acquired a number of cell phone towers and then ultimately led to um, selling that entity you know a few years down the road in a in a subsequent transaction. Interesting. Hold on. So so they partnered with our with your clients to get all this stuff done because they couldn't get it done inside their framework. But once it was done. They loved it so much they bought it. <laughs> is, is that yeah, it was effectively uh, effectively allowed them to to be developing towers right. at a time when you know they didn't want to be using their own capital to do it, right? And then, right. but but ultimately ended up uh, you know owning the entity down the road. Uh, nice. All right. Well, just a couple more questions. The first one is particularly in this area, the what I'm going to call this uh, data infrastructure ecosystem. Let's just look ahead for a second. Are there things happening down the road that you think are going to have a big effect on your clients, your practice, this uh, data infrastructure ecosystem? Yep. I think a a continuation of the the theme we were just talking about will probably be the case in terms of creative arrangements for others to provide capital to, to develop, you know, different infrastructure in the space. But also, you know, I think there's other things going on such as, you know, the, the sort of rapid growth and the use of data and consumption of data and the number of connected devices that, you know, we all now see in the world leads to more and more, uh, you know, need for um, infrastructure of, of all kinds, you know, and potentially other things like um, additional capital potentially available through the uh, recent infrastructure, you know, you know, bill, you know, federal funding in the infrastructure space right. may also catalyze some aspects of this as well. Those are just a couple of examples. There's obviously a lot happening more broadly, but um, a couple of of recent examples. And and as the world evolves, 
are, are there things that you do that ropes does to sort of help everybody make sure that they're on top of in front of on the leading edge of you know these issues in 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 their deals and in the in in the way they are solving their own problems well certainly one of the things we do is we uh, just in terms of the legal issues and uh, involved in these transactions, which can be different depending on the the type of transaction, there can be very different issues and yeah. depending on the deal. But but we so we you know we spend a lot of time um, coordinating and have a great a great team internally, keeping track of you know what's going on in the market for deals, and so we have a, a, a good and extensive knowledge management. Uh, process where we're you know keeping track of different deals and the terms in those deals and 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 how they relate to you know to what's going on in the market. So you know in addition to just you know broadly keeping in touch with clients and what they're seeing and what they're what kind of trends that they may be um, looking at or or you know things that they're considering um, and how that might relate to to future transactions that we might see. All right. So so a client comes to you with a question. Uh, you're going to be able to give that client. A context and a landscape that fills gaps, that situates the client against the current market practice, and and says, look, this is this is what your deal might look like, or could look like, or should look like, measured against the market generally. Is that how it works? That's right, and and because we we track these things and we've been involved in you know a number of you know related transactions, I think we're able to help navigate that quickly because we have we're able to reference things that are that may be directly on point uh or or very close to on point um you know quickly for them all right all right well we're we just have a couple minutes left i want to shift gears this is the the portion of the podcast i sometimes call the personality test just some questions some Uh-oh. questions about uh, yeah <laughs> some questions about you just go with me taylor just go with me here all right <laughs> all right uh so uh, I'll start with an easy one. Do you have a favorite movie? Uh, Field of Dreams, which is consistent with the theme of uh, I'm a, a big baseball fan. Oh, you are right. Well, and also, isn't that like an infrastructure movie? If you build it, they will come. <laughs> oh, nice! Very nice. <laughs> I guess okay. it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, what character? Who's your favorite character in that movie? Oh, geez. I, I guess. You'd have to say Kevin Costner. I don't know. Okay, so 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 it's it's uh, you know he starts as a skeptic, but it's not any of the old players who come out of the cornfield. It's not it's uh, <laughs> it's it's Kevin himself. I have to go with the yeah. I have to go with the lead. I guess. Next question: In a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what is more important, the peanut butter or the jelly? The peanut butter. Why? You know, jelly, you can use different kinds of jelly, but peanut butter, I suppose there's different kinds of peanut butter, but at its core, right. the, the peanut butter is kind of the core of the sandwich. Right. So, so it's, wow, you're just all infrastructure all the time. So <laughs> the peanut butter is the structural core that makes the whole thing work. And the jelly, right. that's like all the attached phones and devices. It even Who makes cares? it stick together, right? It makes it stick together, right? It physically holds it together. Interesting. You know, it seems like a simple question. We've asked a lot of people that question. No one has given the same answer. Uh, and, uh, and I do think your answer is one of the best ones. All right. Well, uh, Taylor, we're out of time. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute uh, a pleasure uh, to have you here on the podcast. Great. Thanks for having me. 
to all of our uh, listeners, uh, this has been the Ropes and Gray Tech Studio uh, podcast. It is available up on the Ropes and Gray website on the Tech Studio podcast page and also wherever you get your podcasts. I want to thank all of our listeners for joining as well. Thanks, everybody.